Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, this is Jeff Zog from the Dad Awesome Podcast. I love the Crazy Cool Family, and specifically, I hopped into Basecamp. All of these resources, the video resources, the specific guides that let me put the names of my daughters and my wife, and just showing me visually, hey, am I making progress? What areas can I attend more to? So I'm so thankful. I want to encourage you guys to hop into Basecamp, sign up, dive into those first intro videos. It's been so helpful for my family. All right, all you crazy cool families out there, we are so excited, or I'm so excited because I have two guests with me. Actually, Macy is not really a guest. Macy's the <laughs> my right hand and when it comes to crazy cool family. But we have found a guest that together we're going to talk to. Her, her name is Chrissy Gandy, and she has got has started a business called Love Well Collections. And what we're, we're, we're talking about our fight series. And in our fight series, what our main topic today is going to be is about generosity. How are we generous? What can we do? And so Chrissy's going to share with us the heart behind her, her ministry, her business. And then um, we're going to just kind of share with you moms and dads a little bit about what you can do with that and how you can practice generosity um, using the Love Well Collection. And so to start off with, hello, Christy, welcome. We're so glad you're here. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> tell us a little bit about you, your family, and maybe how your business got started. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. I really am honored to be here. This is exciting. Um, I am married to my husband, Justin. We've been married for about 13 and a half years, and we have two little boys, Zachary and Isaac. They are nine and seven. So they give me a run for my money there. (laughs) (laughs) But they're fun. And I really, I really am so grateful to get to be their mom. So, so yeah, that's kind of our family. And, um, the way my business started was really just out of my own story of grief and loss. Um, so my dad had been sick for a lot of years and had all kinds of different health issues and struggled with diabetes and congestive heart failure. And then was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And in um, October of 2015, he ended up passing away. And until I had lost my dad, I had never really lost anyone who was like really close to me at that point. I still had all four of my grandparents were living. And so I'd never really been on that side of grief um, where I was the one, you know, that people were feeling sorry for or whatever. And, and I realized out of that, that there's really not a lot of like, people don't talk a lot about how to be a good friend to someone who's walking through grief or difficult circumstances. There's a lot out there talking about how you can get through your own grief, but there's not a lot about how to help others. And so I think a lot of times it's really awkward. It's uncomfortable. People don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. And in my experience, I found that a lot of people just didn't say or do anything because they didn't know. And, and if we're being honest, I probably was the exact same way before I experienced loss like that. And so kind of out of that, I realized I want, I want to provide some kind of education and equipping for people, um, 
and not that I know everything or have learned everything or I'm a pro at it by any means, but just some of the things that I learned along the way, um, I wanted to be able to share that with people. And my dad passed away in 2015. And then over the course of the next, I don't know, like three to five years, both my husband and I walked with several friends through some really hard things like divorce and some really difficult, tragic deaths and things like that. And so it was like the Lord kept bringing it <laughs> into my path where I was having to, to deal with that. And so I started to write a book. I'd always wanted to write a book. And so that's kind of where the whole thing started. And um, long story short, through that whole process, we started talking about, well, what's a tangible thing that we could provide for people? And so that's where the idea for the gift boxes was really born. And I think there's just something about giving a tangible gift to people. You know, I think that it's really great when people say, oh, I'll pray for you or they, you know, text you or make a comment on Facebook. I think, please, Mm -hmm. yes, by all means do that. But there's something about a tangible thing, you know, that just kind of says, I see you and I've, I've gone the extra mile. And um, one of the things that I try to encourage people too, is that it's really easy like that first week, you know, during the funeral or right after the divorce or whatever it is that's happened um, to do something, to send a meal or to send flowers or whatever. But in the weeks and the months after that, you know, people, life goes back to normal, if you will. And they forget, not because they're trying to be mean by any means, but it's just, you know, their life resumes and they kind of forget, but you're still left grieving and working through all of that. And um, one of the most meaningful things that anybody did for me was actually my college roommate's parents about, I don't know, two or three months after my dad passed away. It was just a really hard day. I was having, it was just a rough day. I had, the boys were one and three at that point. So they were little, you know, we were still home all day, whatever. And I remember I was just, it was just a really hard day. And the doorbell rang that afternoon. I went to the door and I opened it and there was a delivery person standing there with flowers. And on the note card, I saw that it was from my, my college uh, roommates, parents, and the note card just read something along the lines of, we just want you to know that we haven't forgotten. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, almost every time I tell that story, I get choked up because it was just, I don't, it was just so meaningful to me to know that they hadn't forgotten. And, you know, yeah, I was still grieving months later. So Yes. Anyway, that's kind of the hope behind it is just to encourage people to do something and see people. And Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love that. Oh, I love that. And what I, I love what you said, Christy, that the loss and the grief, we all, we all are going to experience that somewhere along the way, loss, grief, and you explained all the different places. There's so many ways we can have that. But what I love that what you did is you connected it with generosity mm-hmm. and generosity means kindness and goodness and unselfishness. And so I do think that, 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 that sadness that's connected with grief, um, there is a way out of it. And I love that you've created a way that you saw a way that even the journey that God has you on with the grief. And then that when the door was opened up with the death of your father and then all the friends and all the people, it's like, oh, you've now been equipped Mm -hmm. to walk walk hand in hand with your friends in grief. And so let me empower you and equip you. And I'm so grateful that the Lord did that and that you said yes to it. Yeah. Well, and I would even go a step further and say, you've been anointed, like you've taken this step of like, grief is not fun. Grief is hard. I wouldn't pick this for anybody, but
but God has in, in his kindness, like allowed you to walk through seasons of grief and walk with others through it. And so now you're carrying like almost this like confidence of like, okay, I don't know everything, but I know that God calls us to love. And as you were talking, it made me think of the five love languages and how Mm -hmm. one of them is like gift giving. And the text is amazing. And the hug is so helpful, but to give somebody flowers just on the right day and have a card that says, Hey, we haven't forgotten. Like, it's just another way that we express the comfort and the love of God. And it's just like, it is, it's just kindness. And my mom and I were talking a little bit earlier that she went on to the love well collective website and she went ahead and ordered a box for all the girls that live in Arkansas. And so me, my older sister, my younger sister, it came to my house like last week or not too long ago. And I open up the box and and just for all of our people listening, like the Love Well Collective, you go to this website, it's beautiful, it's aesthetically pleasing, and you get to pick some things to put in a box and you get to pick, you can either pick or, they have, or if you're not, if you don't want to pick, they actually, I mean, I, I guess Christy could be telling us this too, but they have also <laughs> pre pre pick things too. If you're like, Oh, I would have no idea, but you can, I had the best time picking and Oh, I think she'd like this. She'd like this. She'd like oh, this. I love that. Yeah. And you can <laughs> make the so gift personal fun. or you can make it kind of like this idea of a gift or I'm sending it to this type of person. But when I received it, it was just like, well, my mom told me it was coming, so I wasn't necessarily <laughs> that surprised, but it was but so surprised with what was in it because you had true. Yeah. And I didn't really know why, like I, I wasn't necessarily going through a huge hard time, but like it just, it was such an encouraging thing. It was such like the best word I can describe is like refreshing. Like I opened it yeah. and I was like, oh, this is just so fun. And there was a couple things in there for one of my sisters, a couple things in there for my other couple for me. And my mom was like, okay, like you pick the things that you want. And so there was like a cute little hat with the word mom on it or motherhood. And I was like, well, I'm not a mom. Like, I don't need this, you know, and there was teas and coffees and all kinds of stuff. And so it really is like personal and it's just refreshing for the heart and like for the soul to like receive something especially, I think, especially when you're going through something hard. Well, and something too, I tell people is, you know, the contents in the box themselves are not the point. Like this candle, this hat is not going to change your life. It's not going to take your pain away or whatever, you know, but again, it's just the fact of somebody thought of me, you know, like I was thinking earlier, like when my husband brings me home something just because he was thinking of me. It does not matter if it is a Snickers bar or it's a dress. Like, yeah, by the way, so don't be impressed. Oh, you saw something and you thought of me and you went out of your way to do something. I don't know. It just, it just means, I think it does mean a lot to people. So totally. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that as you were telling the story, even I went back to the death of my mom and I can, I can't tell you all the people that loved me. And while I I did feel loved through the whole season, so loved, but I can tell you all the things that people gave me. I can't tell you exactly, but I know that somebody gave it, gave us a bat. The girls were playing basketball and they gave us a giant basket filled with like a movie night theme Mm -hmm. type thing. I mean, and it was like, it just blew me away. And you're right. I did. I said, I would, I, I, this is the most incredible thing that they were thinking of me, that they were so thoughtful to put enough candy in it for each of the kids or, and so I agree, it's, it's completely and totally connected to the thought. It's the, it's the thought of, 
you're important and you're valuable and I see you and I know you. I mean, and that's the beauty of generosity. And that's what we can do families as we fight for our families, as we fight for the different relationships in our families. It's, um, you know, I send it to the girls, you know, as a little surprise for them, but I, I started out when I went on the website to send it to my sister and my best friend. And so I had two different other people pitch. And then I thought, well, no, I'll send it to the girls first and then I'll send it to them. So I have a list of people that I'm going to send it to for because I want, I, I want that. I want them to know I'm thinking about you. I think right. I, I love you, you know, and, and they don't even have anything. I mean, one, my best friend right now is taking care of both of her sick parents. And so she's just drowning in the day-to-day life of of a mom that would have toddlers, which I think would be an ideal gift to give it to a mom who has just had a newborn or toddlers or or a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old little boy in life. I mean, I just think that it's open up to anybody. Mm -hmm. I had a bunch of people send a few little of those kind of just thinking of you just because gifts, especially right when the pandemic started and the whole world shut down, you know, we were all isolated. I had so many people sending gifts to their friends. And when you, when you order a gift, you get to write a note and then I handwrite your note onto a card and include it in the box. And so the note is from you, but it's my handwriting. Um, and it was really better than mine anyway. So that's a (laughs) win-win. But, but it's fun. That was one of the sweetest things. And it still is of getting to read the things that people write to the people that they send their box to. But, but that was one of the things, you know, even during COVID, it was not necessarily, you know, anything, you know, maybe they weren't grieving a loss necessarily, but it was just this, Hey, I know this is a hard week for you. Or I know that, you know, you, maybe you did lose your job or, you know, you've been sick and you're not feeling good or whatever, but even, yeah, there's so many reasons I think to, to just encourage people. So Yeah. Well, one of the reasons, since we're about to celebrate Mother's Day, one of the reasons you could totally send a box and we're unashamed, we're going to advertise the Love Well Collective all day long. Like every parent, even if you're a mom right now and you're listening, like just like slide the link into your husband's text, you know, like, like, we just think that moms are amazing. And at Crazy Cool Family, all the time we talk about how the relational line between a husband and a wife, a mom and a dad, the relational line between moms and kids, like it's just so important. And the values that families are building into their family culture are so important. And so I'd love for us to just kind of hear both of you guys' thoughts about like, what, what has your family, whether it's the family you grew up in or the family you're raising and cultivating right now, like how does your family like value generosity? What do you guys think about the value of generosity? Why do you think it's important for a family to be generous? I'd love to hear both of y'all since y'all are moms. Yeah. Christy, you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, first of all, I think it has to be taught, but not just taught. It has to be modeled. Mm-hmm. And it was 100% modeled for me growing up. So my grandma was a note writer. She was a baker. And so she would, you know, write a note to everybody in the neighborhood and she'd bake them a cake and send it to them and, you know, whatever. And so my mom does the exact same thing. I mean, she's the person who will send you a thank you note, a birthday card. She'll remember your anniversary. She'll remember everything. Um, and then she'll take a cake to her hairdresser and to the dry cleaners and to the guy who works on her car and, you know, everybody. And so that's been modeled for me throughout the years. And so now, I mean, people sometimes will laugh 
not at me, but I, they know that I'm a card writer. And so I will send you a card in the mail and I will send you a birthday card and whatever. It's not because I just do it. It's because it was taught to me and it was modeled and it was kind of just a part of how you love people. And so, yeah, I think that that is a really, it can, it's something that it can be passed down from generation to generation. And then something that we're trying to teach our boys as well. You know, I try really hard <laughs> to get them to write thank you notes, you know, whenever they get birthday gifts or Christmas gifts or whatever. And sometimes it's easier than others. And sometimes it's just a picture that they, you know, draw on a page or whatever, but it's that whole where it's along with generosity. I think we're teaching them gratitude as well. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just a, another way to, to pass that on to them. And I think, I think growing up too, it was a, a reminder that, it, it was a, sh- a shift in perspective that everything is not all about me and life is not all about getting. And we know that even from the Bible as well, you know, I mean, Paul quotes Jesus in Acts 20, 35, I think it is. And he says, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And so mm-hmm. for us, our family, we've really tried hard to model that for our boys and, to not just model it, but to provide opportunities where they get to be generous along with us. And, um, I mean, there's a lot of different examples of that, but, um, I think that that's been a really important thing for us to show them and then to talk about it with them, but then to also encourage them to do that. And you mentioned mother's day, um, something that we've tried to do with the boys is whether it's Christmas or birthday or mother's day or whatever, Justin, my husband will take the boys and he will help them go shopping for me to buy something for me. And, um, like I think for Christmas, you know, he, he made them take like $2 or whatever out of their personal money. And then of course he supplemented the rest, but he wanted them to know, like part of generosity is also sacrifice. And so you're going to take part of your money and you're going to think about not yourself. You're going to think about how you can bless your mom, you know? And I think opportunities like that are really, really important to remind, like you're instilling in your kids, that heart of generosity. Um, so yeah. we've done that with them. We've done things for Christmas. Our church does something called operation joy, where we adopt kids in the neighborhood and we provide toys and shoes and clothes and stuff for them. And again, we'll do the same thing. We'll try as much as we can to get boys that are about our boys ages. And so when we go to the store, they're shopping for things that they might like to have (laughs) or these other, you know, and of course my youngest one of course struggles a lot. He's like, but I want this and I want that. I'm like, no, remember we're, we're buying this for somebody else, you know? So yes, I have the same, the same heritage from my parents as well. My, um, my grandmother definitely wrote all the cards, but my grandfather, it actually came from him. He was an incredible gift giver. Mm-hmm. He absolutely loved giving gifts. I remember one Christmas, he gave me a giant stuffed monkey, which just seemed like this outrageous, ridiculous thing back in the seventies, you know, the eighties, or I guess it was seventies when I was a little girl and um, I could not believe it just blew me away and just did stuff like that all the time. And so my mom did that as well. And um, just the perfect gift that mm-hmm. you either something that you desperately wanted or something that you didn't even know you wanted, she would show up with that. And so I've tried to, like you said, pattern that as well. And, um, and understand that it's the thought behind it, which we've already talked about. It's the, um, it's the, 
It's the investment in it, whether it's the feelings, the thought, the, the, the love that's being sent with it. It's the connection. It's connecting the relationship. And that's what I think is so valuable when it comes to generosity, because there's a lot of ways to connect to a relationship. But generosity seems to be one of those that kind of just goes straight. It's a connection that just goes straight to the heart. It's something that, like you said, builds the gratefulness. It, it builds gratefulness, a welling up of, oh, thank you, comes out of you. And so I think that that's so incredible that you have um, created a place where people have an outlet to be generous and to be gift givers and to, and to create that. Yeah. And I think it's important too, just to say to anybody maybe, maybe someone's listening right now and they don't have a parent who modeled that or a grandparent. And like, maybe they're kind of starting as a first generation believer or a first generation follower of Jesus. And just like trying to figure out what it even means to have values in their family. And I think just like to encourage anybody who might be feeling that or be in that, like it starts with you, like both Christy and my mom, even though it was modeled for them, it still was y'all's decision to continue on the legacy of generosity, to, to continue writing the notes or buying the presents. And I feel like it's my husband and I both have a very generous legacy. Like his whole side of the family was super generous and is, and so is mine. And I like have seen in my own life, like my first response is not always generosity. Like I struggle and he challenges me to be generous, to give to the church, to give to people in need to like, and so it's like, you could have it modeled for you perfectly and still have parts in your heart that don't want to be generous or grateful all the time. And it's like, at the end of the day, it really is from God. Like Mm -hmm. he's the one who empowers us. He's the one who stirs up generosity. We are his kids. And so it's almost like we have to stop long enough to be like, oh, Jesus came and died. (laughs) God gave him to us. Like God made the most generous, like decision gave the best gift. I recently heard a song where it said, um, like God, you bankrupt heaven by sending your son, Jesus to earth. Like he spent it all. He went all in by giving his only son. And it's like, we get to think about that view of generosity and then live from that overflow. And so just to encourage any parents out there, if you're like, well, my mom never was generous and we grew up with no, no money. You know, like if you're feeling any of that, like just to encourage you that generosity starts with you, like it's a value in your family that you can pass on. And one of the verses that's on the love well collective site is Proverbs eleven twenty five, And I just love this promise and this declaration from God that a generous person will prosper period. Like it says, clearly, it's like, we can stop there. And then it goes on to say, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. And so we've touched on this a little bit, but do you, either of you and mom, we can start with you. Like, do either of you have any practicals or specific ways that you've taught your kids to like choose generosity or gratefulness? Is there any like things you do at home? Is there anything you've done? Like Christy mentioned the buying presents for kids as a family. Like, are there any practicals you can give our parents to just start that culture of generosity in, in gratitude in your home? Mom, you have any thoughts on that? 
Yeah, well, so the thing that comes to mind, and I loved everything that Christy shared because I was like, yes, yes, I'm so glad you're saying that. I'm so glad because that's exactly right. You scoop them in and you let them be a part of it. We we did that for um, with each of the siblings. Like the siblings would go to the dollar store and buy each other a present for Christmas. And so we actually created sibling Christmas, which I thought everybody did, but apparently they don't. And so they're like, oh, I don't, I've never bought my sibling a present before. And so we did that. And that's actually taken over Christmas. And that's the funnest part. Now, but the thing I was thinking of, Macy, as you were talking, is when um, my two little grandbabies are together, um, Sebastian and Truett, and they just rolled from two to three, and so that is probably one of the most selfish little times in in a in a child's life, just because it's it's a survival mode. They're 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 totally, and so my favorite thing to do is to get to say, Sebastian, come here, and whisper in his ear. It would make Truett so happy if you shared that car with him right now or it would bless oh, I'll say it will bless true it's so much if you share that car and I bet when he finishes playing with it he'll he'll share it back with you and so true Sebastian would climb off my lap and he'll have the car in his hand that they just got finished you know knocked down dragging fighting about you know and then he'll walk over there and he'll hand it to true and he'll go here truey you can play with it and, so, and then true just grins so big and he's so happy and Sebastian's so happy and that's what I was going to say Macy is that you you know let's say maybe there's times that you struggle with generosity, but when you choose generosity, how do you feel? Yeah. Yeah. hundred. It's worth it. Every time it's every time time it's worth it. Even in a two, two to three year olds, little mind, they actually see too, that it's worth it, that it's, that it's so valuable above, above having the coveted thing that they were so clinging to. Well, and it's scriptural. Like what you're saying is exactly what we just read. Like whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Mm -hmm. Going back to what I said earlier, like getting that love well box, like it just refreshed my heart. It gave me fresh hope and fresh love. And it's like, yeah, cause God said it would, you know, right. it doesn't matter if you're two or 26, like he, yeah. he's, he is faithful to his promises that when you choose to sacrificially give small or big, it like brings refreshment, which is good. And then it even becomes addicting, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, it just, it is, it's something you're like, Oh, I want to do that. I, like, I think it, it changes the way you see, because then you're like, Oh, I want to do something for them. Oh, I want to do something for them. Oh, I want to, you know, and yeah, my husband and I have had conversations over our gift budget before. Cause he's like, you love the <laughs> groceries, <laughs> gifts. I know. I love it. Yeah. I love it. My little, my younger son, Isaac, um, one of the things I was thinking is like, whenever I take a meal to somebody, I mean, they know if I'm cooking a meal for someone or if I've taken a gift and just like left it on their front porch or whatever, sometimes, you know, they'll go with me to drop it off. And so last year we were getting ready for school one morning. So last year he was in kindergarten this year, he's in first grade. Um, but he had gone around the house and picked up various little gifts and put them in a bag to take to his teacher. And I just loved his little heart. He came to me and he was like, mom, can I give these to Miss Speed? Of course, he just adores his teachers. Um, and so of course I looked in the bag and I helped, I was like, well, maybe what if we, you know, switched out a couple of things, you know, and I <laughs> curate a little bit, a few different things, you know, but, but I thought I, and I told him too, I was like, I love your heart that you want to give, you know, that Um, you want to bless people. And, and it was also a teeny tiny little, like just gift from the Lord of, Hey, like he is catching some of it. Like he's getting it, you know, I mean, he's learning and growing. And so anyway, I just, I love that about him. 
Yeah. Yeah. And like, I was literally telling a friend this yesterday that like over 80% of things kids learn in their developmental years are from watching. Like you can teach a kid something, they could hear it. They could even watch it on a screen, but the majority of their development comes from nonverbal communication comes from observing. They're like a little sponge. And so every day when your kiddos are watching, you pack those love well boxes, like they're learning like, oh, this is what mommy does. This is how mommy loves. This is. And so parents out there like that have littles or teenagers, middle schools, it doesn't really matter. Like they're watching, they're learning your culture of generosity, your culture of gratitude doesn't always have to be taught. Like you said earlier, it's modeled, which is so good. So I love that. So beautiful. Okay. So Chrissy, do you have any encouragements for our families? Any final thoughts that you want to share on um, on any of it, on generosity, on the business, on the boxes? Yeah, a couple of things just real quickly that had kind of come to mind is I think it's really important, especially in this day and age, to remember that um, generosity is going to require sacrifice and it's going to require planning. And I think a couple of things that we've thought about is for us specifically, um, when I say it requires sacrifice, you know, it could be a sacrifice of time or it could be a sacrifice of energy and effort of using the gifts we've been given, or it could be a sacrifice financially. And again, going back to the whole, like, God does refresh you when you are obedient and you give to other people. We've seen that happen so many times, but it's also been one of those things where, you know, we've had to make choices and made room in our budget so that we have the ability to do that. And so Mm -hmm. I think, you know, it's not because we are millionaires or anything like that. Not at all. It's just the fact that, you know, we as believers have to decide what's our priority and how are we going to be good stewards of what God has given to us. And then, and which I think goes back to, you know, reminding ourselves and even our kids that everything we have is the Lord's anyway. And so really, if we're just being good stewards of it, then we're asking God, okay, how do you want us to spend your money today? How do you want me to spend my life today? How do you want me to use my words to encourage people or my hands to serve people? Or, you know, what does that look like today? Because it's all from you. Um, And then on the planning side of it, this is just a really practical thing that my mom taught me, um, (laughs) is that I have a little gift closet that anytime I just need a last minute little gift, whether it is a birthday gift or just a, Hey, my neighbor's hurting, or my friend is having a really rough week or whatever, then I can just grab, you know, an extra candle that I bought on clearance at Bath and Body Works or, you know, like whatever it is. But, and that's just been, sometimes it's been a lifesaver, but I think sometimes we underestimate how God uses those little, what we think are really small, insignificant things, how God can really use it to encourage people. Um, and so, yeah, and, and even not even having to be a gift, even if it is just dropping a card in the mail, I think sometimes God nudges us and, and gives us a, like maybe someone will come to mind that we need to pray for, encourage, or, or even just texting and saying, 
Hey, I've been thinking about you this week. I'm praying for you. How are you? Or how can I pray for you? You know, it doesn't always have to cost money. Um, or sometimes I get in the kitchen and I just want to bake because I want cookies. And I think I don't need to eat this whole batch right. of cookies. So I'm going to eat a few and then I'm going to pack them up and give them to whoever the Lord lays on our heart. You know, even those are just really simple, easy. It doesn't have to be extravagant. Um, cause I think it goes back to the heart and the motive behind it. And I think God uses that, um, and blesses it. So I love that. And as you were thinking, as you were saying that I was thinking about one of the things that I do is if I find something that I love, I pick up three or four of it, mm-hmm. like a little chapstick. There's a lavender chapstick that I love that I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy five or five or six of these. I'm going to put them in my purse. And when I see somebody, I'm like, oh, here, I love this. You can mm-hmm. hear what you want one, you know? Yeah. So, I love that. That is that you're right. It is in the preparation. I love that. And I was thinking, even as you said that, yes, every good gift comes from above. It comes from heaven. God is our good, good father. And he's the one that gives that to us, but, and not, but, but, and on this side of heaven, we are the hands and feet that do that. We're the ones that bake the cookies. We're the ones. And my favorite thing that you said of all of this is that when God brings somebody to mind to act on it, to yeah. to pray, to give, to, to do, to be, to be a part of who God brings to mind, because we're, we're the ones that, that get to do that. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's good. Love it. All right. Should we wrap it up? Okay. Wrap so up. as we wrap it up, um, Christy, will you just tell us, tell our crazy cool families, how, how do we connect with you? How do we get in touch with you? What's your website, How's your <laughs> social media? How do we follow you? How do we, you know, well, um, yeah, I'd love it. If people, if they go to my website, it's lovewellcollective.com. Um, and if you go on the, the front page, you can sign up and get 10% off of your first purchase um, for joining our email list. And I'll, I send out emails with just tips and ideas and really practical ways that they can love people and, you know, things like that. Um, but then also my Instagram is at lovewellco.shop. Yeah at lovewellco.shop. Yes. So that's where they can find me on Instagram. And we'll put all of that in the show notes and make sure people know where to get it, how to get it, website, Instagram, all of that. And we just like really encourage you. Like it's about to be mother's day. It's an amazing opportunity. Even if you're a mom listening to this, send a love well box to another mom, you know, just like go above and beyond. You know, you know, Yeah. if anyone you can relate and empathize and know how to love them well. And so as we wrap up, I just want to read this verse from Psalms 37 verses 25 and 26. It says, I was young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. They are always generous and lend freely and their children will be a blessing. And so as we close, we just want to encourage you parents that like you are setting the culture of generosity and gratitude. It's worth fighting for. And God promises that you will never be forsaken, that your children will be a blessing and that generosity is is like a powerful force, bigger than we can even understand that helps comfort people, that helps people be seen and known with with like a heart that's just so much bigger than us. And so we challenge you and we invite you to fight for generosity in your family. Um, do something practical, like send a love well box this week. Do something like on a heart level where you sit down and have a conversation with your family and ask them, get real, like, hey kids, hey husband, hey wife, 
are we a generous people? Like, can we say we are like Proverbs 11, 25, where we refresh people? Like, let's take this idea, let's take this kingdom principle of generosity to the next level. And so we believe in you families. Thank you, Christy, for coming on and inspiring people and giving them a practical way to start being generous. Um, We're for you, crazy cool families. We love that you're listening and we just believe you're gonna have an amazing week. Go be crazy, crazycoolfamily.com.